0: We spooked by the asteroids around me, but then I had lucked out when three chumps had found me. we got to go see these mechanicals at the center of the universe. The butchers, the baker, the candle the butchers. the Welcome to this episode of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm The Butcher. Joining me tonight is Baker. Howdy-do. And Pantagrulia.
1: Howdy-do, space friends. I'm making fun of you. Uh, you stole my thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so, things are going pretty well and with my... Uh, life after expedition character but one thing i realize is that holy crap so they really 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 need to come up with a streamlined main mission now um to give us access to the autophage um because going through this it's it's such a tutorial in so many different ways um, you know, so I, I chatted with, uh, with Artemis and then he has you build the, um, you know, the transmitters that you can triangulate. Um, so it teaches you how to, you know, how to make one of those and how to use it. Um, and you know, then you go on to the next thing I've, I've met with, uh, well, then you have to do the translator, so then you have to meet with a contact who tells you you need to increase the, uh, increase your uh, reputation uh, with their faction before they will tell you anything. So then you've got to, you know, that teaches you how to access the, um, the character in the space uh, station uh, that gives out uh, missions. And, you know, so then you do a couple of missions and raise your rank. Then you uh, go back and talk to them. So then, you know, the next thing is you're you're talking to uh, Apollo. And Apollo wants you to expand your base. So now you've got to go and, um, you know, build the... Um, the overseer's bench, and then the overseer has you build the science bench, and then um, Apollo will talk to you again. And so it it just steps you through all these different parts of the game, which is great, you know, for a first-time player that that needs help getting all this stuff going. Uh, But to have to do all this stuff just to be able to unlock the autophage um, is getting a little frustrating. Yeah. I felt
2: like they did it so that you kind of had to be seasoned. Like you had to know your way around the galaxy before you got to the point where you met them and they trusted you. And then you got access to their advanced weaponry. Cause isn't the multirer. Uh, oh my God. I keep on calling call Technically it is. Mm-hmm. But is. Isn't the staff supposed to be capable of being way more powerful. a standard multi-tool uh i don't don't
0: know if they are or not um i mean mostly because i haven't really built more more than one um (laughs) but uh it uh yeah from what i've seen i don't think they're all that special
2: oh there's no reason if there's not some big like thing that would make it so that you have to earn it then i don't see the point
0: yeah I mean story wise I get it, you know, um, you know, because you have to you know, you have to be familiar with the Atlas uh because it's gonna be part of the void mother story and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I understand that. And you can get through the atlas pretty quick. Um, you know, if you just jump atlas system to atlas system. But it's all this other stuff that they have you do in between that, uh, you know, that really kind of uh, makes it a little tedious. So, you know, I got a, I got my settlement. um, And, you know, I, so I'm going through all this different stuff. So I'm looking for a place to, to get a capital ship. Um, I find a system that, you know, has the capital ship I liked, and I talked about this last time, where uh, when I went to um, to try to farm the uh, you know the class of the ship, it ended up disappearing. Well, um, I tried it again, and sure enough, it did. If if you fly into the into the space station after you've you know come into the battle uh, in a system. It just—I—I I didn't even have to get out of the the ship. It just landed inside the uh, the space station, and the mission went away, and the ship disappeared. So hmm. I don't know if that's a quirk of this particular save. I'll have to check that, you know, on another save t- sometime. But uh, I, it definitely happened again um, after, you know, another uh, bunch of uh, warps. So fortunately, I was anticipating it, so I had to save that I could go back to from in the system that I had been in. But uh, before I did all that, uh, this system had a paradise planet, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'll I'll grab a uh, a settlement map and fly down to that uh, paradise planet and you know get a settlement. So as I'm approaching this, uh, this, uh, paradise planet, it looks like a rocky planet. You know, it's just that flat brown, you know, bumpy looking planet, not, you know, lush and blue and green looking. Um, so when I got into the atmosphere, everything is orange. So it's, it's still a paradise planet. There's no storms. There's no sentinels. Um, but it's just this really weird monochromatic orange planet. Um, but I'm like, ah, what the heck? <laughs> I just need to get it done, and uh, and so I did. So I do have my settlement on a paradise planet, um, you know, which takes a little bit of the uh, the strain of the uh, f- you know the the battles with the sentinels uh, for taste of metal, uh, makes those a little easier to manage because um, you don't have to worry about uh, a storm or anything. Uh, but I did finally manage to get my capital ship. Um, so now I've got my, my overseer and my scientist are in a little uh, unit in the back. They've got their own little space back there. Uh, I don't know that it'll make me do any of the other ones, um, to continue to, uh, work on the Apollo quest. I'm trying to do as little as I absolutely have to in order to try to get through this so that I can get to the autophage. Um, so just to kind of have an idea of what, what the bare minimum is, um, for this it did have me uh, you know it sent me to another system uh to meet with somebody um oh it was when i went to get the scientist um it gave me a system so i flew into that system and when i when i got into that system it has a, a pirate dreadnought in it and oh wow I'm like ooh my ship is much better than it was before um so you know i've got my little uh, instead of the the little explorer that, uh, that I'd gotten for the expedition, I, you know, had my, uh, Sentinel ship and now I've gotten, you know, quite a bit more, um, shields and, um, you know, gun modules in it, uh, to make it, uh, a little more formidable, so I was able to, you know, fly down the trenches and, you know, take out all the shields. And then, you know, you go, if you go from the back to the front and then the front to the back, um, then you're right on the engines. And I was able to take those out before they could uh, warp away. That's what they had done bef- on me before was they, they could warp away before I could uh, destroy their, uh, their warp engines. So this time I got that destroyed and then I just had to to uh take out their hull and it blew up in grand fashion. <laughs> I mean they they <laughs> really 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 worked on the uh on the explosion on this thing. It breaks into like six pieces and chunks are flying everywhere and fire and it's it was pretty awesome. Um so uh I tried landing on the uh, the capital ship that I had saved, and they're like, "Well, you want to buy it?" I'm like, "No, I want a reward for saving your butt." I'm like, eh, <laughs> "Nope, no reward for you." What? Ungrateful jerks. Uh, big time. Um, but I did uh, recruit my first uh, uh, missile frigate, so. No, I've got that. It uh, it's essentially just a, a different uh, combat ship, so I sent it out with the uh, Normandy on a combat mission. So that's that's been a bulk of my play, just trying to you know muddle through, you know, do all the different stuff. Uh, it breaks into so many different pieces, um, you know, it's kind of hard to keep up. Um, so I still haven't finished Taste of Metal. Uh, but i don't know if I have to um, i what have i done so i I still haven't um, dealt with artemis i've i still got get i have to get through the uh the apollo and i think i think you also have to you've you have to finish Apollo and then do null the little glowing beadhead dude um before you can uh deal with Artemis but then um, I'm also going through the um uh the Atlas stations, so those things are amazing.
1: They're so incredible. The animations in there and the revamp of the light.
0: Yeah. Ugh. And it. They're ridiculous. I love it. It makes it look like your vision is blurred. Um, Yeah. It's just, it's so incredible. Um, I love going on those things now.
2: Oh, yeah. After the most recent update when we first went in there and Mm -hmm. I saw that, I was like, oh, man. Oh, if only I could put something like this in my base. Yeah. If I could do this, this is beautiful. Yeah, it
0: is. It's, it's pretty amazing.
1: I wonder if they, um, because you have to finish the Atlas mission in order to, um, do the autophage stuff, right? Yeah. So I wonder if they made that a requirement just so people would see the awesome work they did on the Atlas stations. I mean, I would have done that.
0: Maybe. There's got to be like, some oh
2: yeah, I find so much.
0: Yeah, it, it it it's hard to know anymore. the The game is so big.
1: It's so huge
0: that you know i I think they're constantly having to find ways to get people to interact with different you know parts of the game because I sure I'm sure they have stats to see you know how many interactions or or in, you know with the, uh, with the Atlas station are happening and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's pretty amazing. Um, the thing is, is that, so you go through that, uh, you know, part of the Apollo, uh, you know, quest is getting you the portal glyphs, um, to be yeah. able to, uh, to, you know jump through the portal but you've already got all the portal glyphs with the uh, with the expedition character uh, because that was one of the rewards so that's the kind of thing that you know makes me wonder if they couldn't do something um, you know a little more contextual with the with the main mission uh, to get you access to the autophage without having to you know go through all of the you know the tutorial quests
1: right but do they do you think they expect people will hold on to their expedition characters
0: i don't know it's hard to say it I, i'm not sure what they're i got to imagine i mean they go to all the trouble of giving you all that stuff Mm-hmm. I mean, you really do have a pretty kitted out character by the end of the expeditions, um, and all of them have been that way. You know, all of them give you all of the um, all of the glyphs. They give you lots of uh, storage augmentations for your suit and your ship and your multi tool. Um, so I have to imagine that they expect that people would hang on to them. Um, Because of all that stuff. But it's hard to say. I know this is really the first one that I've done that with.
2: I imagine if it's someone who's new, who wanted to tackle it and actually finished it, they would keep it.
1: Yeah, Um, for sure. It would be a
2: pain in the ass if you're new. This one's a lot. There's a lot to this one. (laughs) But (laughs) I feel like... uh, That I mean, it is great. It's a great starter character if you're – I mean, it's not as hard now to gather the glyphs as it used to be. But getting a full set of glyphs, man, that's worth keeping a character if you don't have them on another character. Because even, you know, when you're looking for the entities or whatever – what are they called? I haven't looked for them in so long.
0: Uh, The Travelers?
2: (sighs) Yes. When you're looking for – oh, that's what we are. When you're looking for Travelers, (laughs) um, you never find them. When you're not looking for them they show up everywhere. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. It's so worth it alone t- just. For I
0: for think us. technically we're anomalies.
2: Oh, I always answer or is it traveler? But yeah. we have the option to answer, so I thought that was Yeah, what and we that's are.
0: yeah. Both that, that always kind of but if you if you look, if you if you want to build a character that looks like your starting character, um you have to choose the anomaly race. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Um, okay. And the travelers are the ones with all the weird heads.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. They're so fun too. Those heads are so great.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so because I wanted to uh, give my character uh, robotic legs, um, I had to go with the. Edit you know, stay with an anomaly. Um, But I got the, I have the, uh, the Gek battle helmet. And so I put that on him so that he'd be a Gek and made him short and fat. (laughs) So that he'd be like me.
2: (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) It's really sad that you can't put that gold helmet on a Gek character because, man, that thing is... I know, right? You you have to make... You have to make yourself short and fat as the, uh, do you have to be an anomaly or you have to be a traveler to use that helmet?
0: Uh, do you have to be uh, an anomaly?
2: Anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good helmet.
1: It is a great helmet.
2: Yeah. But if you're tall and skinny, it looks weird on your character. I figured that one out. (laughs) Yeah. You're
0: not a gack.
2: (laughs) Imposter.
1: Geck in disguise. Stealth Geck.
2: We could tell, man. When you walked in and we, you could see over the counter,
0: we knew you <laughs> weren't real.
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> uh Geck poser. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody wants to be a Geck. So, yeah, he's, he's, you know, he's doing all right. Got a nice ship. Uh, got a good uh, multi-tool. Um, <laughs> Apollo sends you to a um, an abandoned building uh, to get nanites. Um, so f- I, w- I was going through my uh, you know this the junk that I have uh, stored in my freighter. And saw a – we had gotten um, – and all the stuff that you – all the rewards that you get, uh, we got uh, a paralysis cannon. Um, so I quickly uh, threw that on my multi-tool um, so that I could go have fun with the uh, the horrors. <laughs> fun. <laughs> uh, you it's know. the wrong
2: F word, but all right. <laughs>
0: You know, you you try to time it so that they're they're crawling out of the ground when you hit them, um, so they do all these cool freeze poses. You know, because they're halfway <laughs> out of the ground, their little legs are in the air, um, and uh, it's it's pretty funny. So you try to you try to freeze them in uh, in weird positions, and then you know, quick run around, grab all the. Uh, uh, the eggs you can get. So, for guys. Then uh, I also... So... I feel kind of bad for all of the other kinds of ships in the game now. I was thinking about that when I was <laughs> when I was sitting at the, uh, the space station. Um, because, you know, I've got my little Sentinel ship and... There isn't even not even an exotic that I would take over this ship. <laughs> You're
1: spoiled.
0: I am spoiled by hover. Shuttle. If, you know, if the shuttle was the only ship that could f- hover, I would love shuttles.
2: You're not wrong. That perk is amazing.
0: I mean, yeah, it is. It, it it is completely game-changing. Um, I mean, it makes, you know, it, it's really the only reason I was able to take, uh, take out the, uh, the capital ship or the, you know, the pirate dreadnought, uh, because I could fly into the, into the trench, um, and park myself in a spot, uh, where it's guns couldn't hit me and just sit there and t- take out the entire line of, of shield modules. And then fly to the other end, make a quick turn and and fly in and and hover in the next tunnel and uh, take out all those and then fly to the back of the ship and hover in place uh, while I took out each one of the engines. You know, if you're having to try to, you know, constantly deal with, you know, moving, you know, that all becomes a much more difficult proposition. Um, but the, the planet that had the, the abandoned building also had, uh, worms. And so, um, I ended up getting a hundred fleshy ropes. Oh boy. Cause you just, you know, you fly along until you get the little marker for the, for the worm egg and you stop and hover, they pop out of the ground And you blast them away, um, you know, all from your, you know, your comfortable hover position and uh, take them all out. You know, you see the, uh, uh, they also drop, what are those things called? Um, uh, I can't remember now, but they're like big acorns, big spiny acorns.
1: Right. Oh, I forget what they're called
0: too. Um, I just leave those. Uh, because by the time you try to land, uh, those they're things gone. are all gone and then all you have left yeah. are the horrors, uh, that are running around. Uh, but if you just, if you just, uh, you know, kill them, take the fleshy ropes, fly to the next one, kill them, take the fleshy ropes. Uh, there's usually five worms at each spot and, uh, You know, I just flew around the planet for about uh, 15, 20 minutes and had 100 fleshy ropes, which was like 5,000 nanites.
1: Wow. That's a lot of spots in the, uh, in your pet roster.
0: (laughs) They go, they go splat so, so nicely. It's this green goo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it just splatters everywhere. It's so awesome. But yeah, so definitely um, I've been spending a lot of nanites with this character, but I don't think I've ever gone below 20,000 nanites. Uh, oh, wow. Which is what I had at the end of the expedition.
2: I've been trying to remember what those things are called since you said it the spiny little balls, the glowing
0: balls, and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't remember. I mean, I I you know, I can picture them vividly because they lay there on the ground while you're hovering and you know, you wish that you could just reach out and grab them but you can't.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's not nearly as much as what you're getting from the uh fleshy ropes, but they're still 50 nanites a pop. Yeah. So yeah. It, it it does feel like you're losing out.
0: Yeah, but yeah, they're not worth the trouble that you, you know, you know, one, you, you have to do everything from the ground. So you have to kill the worms and the, um, uh, and the horrors, uh, running around on the ground. And so even though you're going to get more per event you can do fewer events in the same amount of time by, you know, never having to leave your ship. It goes super, super fast.
2: I mean, I think you've proven before that the fastest way to do things is just shoot it with your ship.
0: Oh yeah. Especially now that we have sentinel ships that can hover. I mean, it's just complete game changer. Um, yeah.
2: Scariest thing in all 256 galaxies is Ray with a hovering ship. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, yeah this this photon cannon's not going fast enough. Fire the missiles.
2: <laughs> do you have your? You still? I, I never install the missiles, even though I know they do a great job. It's just like I remember them being not very good back in the day, right? And so I never use them still. So, do you have them installed oh, yeah. and maxed out? Oh,
0: well, uh, I don't I don't have them maxed out. They're great in a, if you put them in a supercharged slot. Oof. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. they're super good. But, uh, okay. no, I just use them regular.
2: I just – I can never hit anything with them. That was always my issue is, like, things had to be super close or I couldn't hit it.
0: Uh, the thing that I use them the so... most for are the – The, um, you know, getting the, the mirrors and the echolocators, um, you know, from those, you know, wobbly, uh, drill units. What do they call those? Yeah. Uh,
2: reflecting, oh no, that's the reflecting mirrors, what you get from it. Drill.
0: Yeah. Some kind of,
2: some kind of drill.
1: Yeah.
0: But, uh, the word
2: isotopic is one coming to mind, but that is nowhere near the right word.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, missiles work great on those. And when you're hovering, they're easier to hit.
1: So I'm trying to find what that that thing is that they drop. Mm. And I haven't found that, but I didn't know that those giant sandworms, they call them shai huluda. Like, that's what they are in the No Man's Sky wiki. I didn't know they were called. They've
2: that. got a name?
1: Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't know they had a name. I. Yeah, they're, uh, can't be scanned, um, described in common as Immortal Worm.
0: Yeah, they can't be shot either. No. Well, they can be Uh-oh. shot, it just doesn't do any damage.
1: But it's the Shy Haluda. Like in Dune. Shy Halud. Nerds. That's yeah, nerd. total nerds.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh. Well, I, they are nerds. That's the thing, is like I keep hoping that because they, they definitely are Dune fans. Um, they've definitely are big fans of like the pulp sci fi where everything was just like uh uh, over the top you know mm-hmm. it's definitely you feel all of that and I keep wondering it's like when am I going to get Arthur C. Clarke type stuff because like, that's my jam and I need like space cities you know I need Rama Rama still it's my favorite book Rendezvous with Rama if you've never read it you're going to be bored because it is a very slow book he is a very ner- he was a very very nerdy man but it's like it's the idea of like a 30 mile long, you know, like 10 mile wide, however big it was, city floating through space. I would be able to encounter those and go inside and explore or something. It doesn't have to be that big, obviously, but man, how fun would that be? I guess I'm the oh, nerd. It's now. Pretty
1: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Takes one and no one.
2: And I admit it, something my like glasses that. are taped in the middle.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So those things are called vile spawn.
1: Vile spawn. I was like titan worm. No, vile spawn. Okay.
2: That's what I call all my kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, and, and they're what only, do they do? Uh, they just turn into nanites.
1: They do, yeah. It says That's not they're violent. a hungering embryo. Ew.
0: That's, you
2: know, it's a kid.
1: The embryo of a hungering tendril, still dripping with mucal butter. It's wall, it wall, wails, sorry. Oh my goodness. It wails and recoils when touched. Maybe extracted from embryonic sacs with the aid of a visceral synthesizer. Can I say again how much I love the writers? (laughs) They're so good. Yeah. They're so good. Like all of this body horror is like, it's just so prevalent in everything. Hungering tendril, mucal butter. <laughs> it
2: does feel like they were like, let's write Star Trek fan fiction, but gross.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Well. So it's a little bit of an atrocity since there's mucal butter, but uh, they cannot be used as an ingredient for cooking.
1: Ah, thank goodness.
0: I mean, I should be able to scrape some mucal butter off of there and make some, you know, toast.
2: (laughs) That's gross. (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) Oh,
1: I'm imagining them like natto, like the. Like the. Sticky viscous soybeans, which are delicious, <laughs> but if they called the mucal butter, I probably mm. wouldn't eat them.
2: I'm imagining Ray sneezing <laughs> into a frying pan, but it's butter out instead. Of... <laughs> like That's
0: the cholesterol, kind of Ray. If you're world. sneezing. It's if easy, you're sneezing butter. It's easier to spread. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, I just can't serve it to guests. It's not polite. <laughs> oh,
0: my. Put
1: some parsley
2: on top. No one will know.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> oh, God, you, <laughs> somehow you're always worse.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, oh, it's my special skill.
0: <laughs> so that, that's that been my, uh, my fun and games in uh, No Man's Sky. Well, do, you, do
2: you have I mean, any more so staffs? I, I <laughs> now, I've still got the same one that's made out of aluminum foil and I think a couple of straws. <laughs> I don't remember what it's made out of. As soon as I got that and I got done with the expedition, immediately I was like, okay, now I get to play Starfield. And then I had to work a lot. Aww. So I didn't get to play Starfield. <laughs> uh. But I was... I was tinkering around. I was playing vanilla No Man's Sky, and I'm telling you, man, you gotta you gotta do a lot of tinkering to get that game to run. I, I kind of do see why people were mad sometimes, because <laughs> when they disappeared and this is what they left, I'm like, woo! <laughs> yeah. But I'm still I'm still enjoying it. I mean, the planets are still huge, and I maintain that the caves were way more. They felt more than. They were way more full where now it's just a few things hanging from the ceiling yeah. and they're very spacious. You know, back then they were very filled with flora and just all these flowing, glowing bl- bugs and stuff. So I've been tinkering around with that. The space stations are all the same. It's, you know, it's the space stations that are destroyed now um, that you find in um, abandoned systems. Those are the ones that are every space station. Mm-hmm. In vanilla, and the every NPC still sits. Like I forget all of this stuff. I forgot all of the stuff where like NPCs used to just sit. You never saw them walk around. And it's it's been interesting going through all of that, and like having one ship and no no. Um, uh, oh my god! I keep wanting to call it Harama because that's what I call my freighter. Um, it's been it's been interesting having no freighter. No extra ships. Mm. It's just me and my ship and a very limited backpack. Yeah. I got no space. There's like four open slots. And you oh can't my move yeah. You could Yeah. Rem- you couldn't move modules back then. You couldn't do anything, really. So it's a challenge. It's definitely a challenge. Um, but I think I'm going to be mostly just messing around to see what's different, what's changed since then. Because there's no point in heading for the center of the galaxy. I mean, I don't even think there's a main story. I haven't found anything that even looks like a main story.
0: Yeah, it was, I remember it being really yeah. like, okay, what do I do now?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my earliest memories, like I remember playing it a lot back then. Um, but it was like, I I didn't have nearly as much time on my hands. and But I remember it being most of my gameplay was just exploring. And it was kind of always my thing. I was like, ooh, another planet. Ooh, another planet. That was it. And... By the time they announced the first, uh, what was it, Atlas Rises? I forget what the very first uh, expansion was. Um, By the time they released that, like I was just starting to kind of feel fatigued on the whole thing because I just love the way everything looks. And I'm remembering that now. It's like everything had more of a, excuse me, everything had more of a 50s Pulp Fiction vibe to it where it looked like it did. And like, the, the, you know, the colors are way more vibrant. It almost looks like it was, I would say it was almost a blend of um, what it is now and Borderlands. I forget what that kind of uh, art is called. But it almost oh, has that kind of feel style. Yeah. Like a and heavy ink
1: not... kind of cartoony outline. More yes. stylized.
2: It, the crystals are all enormous. Like everything was huge back then. So, and then, uh, like, if you wanted to... Like, I had to collect iridium. I don't think we still even have Um I had to collect gold. I've had to collect a whole bunch of things to build stuff. And it's all these giant towers of the element that stick into the sky. That's all it is. And you just fly around till you see it. That's pretty much... There's, like, I haven't... So far, I haven't been able to find another way of doing it. And I haven't... As I know you had to use... um what was it called? <laughs> See I still I actually still know I still have one in my ship and I never use it. Um but you had to put down the machine that would tell you would help you locate nearby things because you didn't have like the scanner to be able to scan for things, you had to put that device down.
1: That signal booster?
2: Would, signal booster, yes. So that's what you had I could get out of my ship, put down a signal booster, I had to build one of those and then scan for nearby things to try to find a building to go to. And it's like, it's, it's like, oh my God, the ship uses so much fuel. Uh, I like, I'm, as soon as I take off, it's, it takes so much to fill it up. And then as soon as I take off, it it takes it down by half. And it's like, I ran out of fuel. I don't even know where to get more because it it was spread out so much more back then too. Now, if you walk five feet, you're going to see a whole cluster of dihydrogen. And you know, you collect that, you collect a few other, a couple other things, you put together your, you know, you got it. You're done. Launch feels finished. Not, not in the original game. <laughs> it's a pain in the ass. And there's just there really is no story to it at all. So you're you really are just an explorer exploring an empty galaxy, where most things seem to be either not existent anymore or um, maybe paralyzed from the waist down because they don't get out of their chairs
0: they they hadn't finished the animation uh, sequence yet for walking around nope there was no animation it's not good for heart health
1: until...
2: i'm sitting <laughs> Well, i mean look at look at the uh look at the geck. but if you <laughs> i don't think they actually added the walking around animations and stuff until like the 4th or 5th expansion it's been a, it was very late into the game before they actually started adding that kind of stuff um, it was definitely somewhere around next, I would bet it was next before origins, but yeah, it was, uh, it's, it was interesting. I do wish I had other, I had saved other copies of, of it from, from good old games, but vanilla seems to be the only one I have so far. Um, I keep ho- hoping I'll look across one from around the time that next came out, but no luck. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, it's ugly. My ship is ugly. I can't stand it. Uh, But I'm still flying it because I can't afford anything else. (laughs) That's kind of just where I'm at. I'm just kind of flying around to see what's different. And that's about it. And then installed a game called Norman's Sky, which is a 8-bit version, (laughs) an 8-bit version of No Man's Sky. And I just got it running. So I can't say anything about it, like, very, you know, great. But I, it's running on my Steam Deck. I had to run it. There, you can download a Linux version. There's a Windows version. I believe there's a Mac version. If your computer can't run an 8-bit game, throw it in the fucking trash. Okay? It's not <laughs> worth having. It means it can't run YouTube. Okay? So run. Get, try no- Norman's Sky because it is a lot of fun. Um, I got it running, I I put it on my computer, I put it on my Steam Deck, and I've got it running through Steam, and I got to the point where I was taking off, and it really is like you fly into the sky, and you you just see planets, and then you see stars, and you can warp to them, and every star has planets you can land on, every planet you can land on, it's just like, it's No Man's Sky, but if you could imagine playing it in like 1985 or 1990, something like that.
1: Oh my gosh, that's awesome.
2: And it's free. Google it. Look it up. It's worth it. It is worth it just to mess around with it for an hour, even if you get rid of it after, because it's somebody put effort into it. And I will, I will say that it is a lot of fun if you do play the game already. If you already play No Man's Sky, um, and it, it is weird that somebody put the effort into making an 8-bit version of this game. I found it. Is, it. it oh, you already found it. Yeah. It yeah. is a very, yeah, there should be videos of it. But there is, it's really interesting that somebody went through that effort. But, I mean, technically, it's, if you're, oh, sorry, what?
1: No, it's it's 12 megs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine awesome. why it wouldn't even run on a phone if you could get it. To, I don't even know that there's an, I don't think there's an Android version. But it's like, man, that, I bet that game would run on a phone. And, yeah, I, I. I, I can't it's <laughs> I just can't imagine wanting to play it for a long time because the graphics just are rough for me. Um, but it's like if you're into 8-bit games and you want and you like space games worth it. You should definitely jump on it.
1: That's awesome. I've downloaded it.
2: All right, <laughs> Let me know what you think. And then, uh, finally, finally, I got to play some. Uh, OK, OK some. I did put in about 15 hours in the last three days which to Ray, I'm sure is like piddly <laughs> but for the rest of us, for me, it was finally getting to play and man, there's just there's a lot guys It's like every time I jump into a new system it's like man, there's just so much to do and then I'm like I always keep wanting to go back to other systems and explore all the places that are there and I'm glad I took like the Explorer perk but it's I keep getting like I'm shooting down ships and my piloting skill is really far back. So I can't take the ships after I dock or, you know, dock with it and shoot the whole lot call the pirates inside. I can't take the ships and it really leaves me disheartened that all I get is like a bag of organs and, you know, <laughs> some stolen artwork. And that's all I get. Cause I really want. So then I finally figured out that once you leave, you can shoot the ship, get some XP and some ship parts. And that's satisfying. So don't just leave it floating in space for some <laughs> other jerk. <laughs> to come along and take, get those ship parts. Leave leave a bunch of shrapnel in space for someone to hit. It's worth it. But I got my first power. That was a lot of fun. I think I did that last week. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and I was a little. I was honestly, I was a little upset when I found out because that's how I found out you get powers is when I got my first power. Spoiler to anyone who hasn't made it an hour into the game, technically, because I think you can get to this part pretty fast. Um, but. Like I got that, and I was a little bummed out because I was like, I don't want powers in this game. It's I thought it was a sci-fi game, or you know, it's like obviously there are games with science fiction with power and stuff like that. But to me, I was like, I don't. It's one of the things I didn't like about Skyrim. It's like I never took any kind of power or anything like that in it. I just used a sword or an axe. And so when I figured, I found out that you get powers. Like, man, what a bummer! And then I tried it. I had a bunch of spacers come out of a ship to attack me. It landed nearby and they all come out and so I tried it and they all floated up into the air and then I just took my time with my double barrel picking them off as they floated around screaming and then all their bodies crashed into the ground as I ran past and went into the ship. I was like, man, that's that's okay. I get it. (laughs) That's fine.
1: (laughs) Maybe it's not so bad after all. I get it.
2: I'm wondering what the other because I don't know what the other powers are. Don't tell me. I'm trying to find this out as I go. Um, But it's that was a lot it was a lot of fun. And then I was like, I kind of read up on what New Game Plus was because I was like, I don't know that I want to do New Game Plus. But now I'm realizing I do need to do it, but I need to do as much as I can in my first game before I do New Game Plus.
0: New so game I'm trying.
2: Plus? Yeah, and Starfield?
1: Yeah. But...
2: Should... <laughs> well, okay, so from what I know is that, spoilers again, when you get to the end of the game you get the option of staying in this universe or going into another universe. Well, when Things you get to the end there.
0: of the constellation quest line. Oh,
1: uh, yes. Okay. The main. Oh, quest, oh spoiler. Yes,
2: oh. Yeah. I'm trying to, I was trying not to go there, but okay. it was like, I didn't want to not answer you either. So I felt like a jackass. Right. Um, So yeah, I mean, I, I tried to say spoiler at the beginning. Hopefully somebody skips far enough. A, they don't hear it. Uh, But <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get there And so apparently things are different. I'm not going to say why or how, but things are different when you get into your next universe. Okay. So you're starting over, but things are not the same in this universe as they were in the last one. And I guess there's like a dozen or so, maybe a few less. There's like, there's a few different universes. So it's like, I need to carry my character through all of these. I feel like.
1: Okay.
0: All right. So I'm, I'm reading through the. Right, uh, everybody. I'm reading through the features of Norman Sky. Um, so every dot in the sky can actually be reached and landed on. Um, seamless planetary landings, and well, nothing really much else. Oh, and tell the, me that's
2: not a lot for eight bit.
0: Yeah, and and awful sounds to go along with the resolution. What oh, it?
2: they're oh, atrocious. You should <laughs> Are play they it. Really? Uh, oh, it's, yeah. No, it's like bit music. It's crap. Like, I know everybody's a, a, attached to the Mario theme and everything, but come on. Some of that stuff mm-hmm. is gross.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely right. interesting. And um, evidently, it took him 10 hours to make it.
2: It feels like
0: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you should definitely play. Everybody should play it, even if you don't Think much <laughs> of it, like it's definitely something that's worth tinkering around with. Just be like, Wow, somebody made this! That's what I was saying. Is like, I can't believe somebody put in the effort to make an 8 bit version because I didn't see any animals, but well, I've only no, been on, according
0: to the features, there is nothing else other than landing on a planet, nothing. And I think the thing I that love really it. Made
2: me think, yeah, you shouldn't. It's no animals. But I think the thing that made me like it the most is that it really reminds me of that game. I mentioned it once before. It's probably been a year now. But there was a game that was kind of like that, where you're basically in a ship that's a cube. You land on planets. I think this may have been like 8-bit, too. I can't remember the name of it. I'm not even going to try this time. But it's you know procedurally generated worlds that as you land on them in 8-bit, you just wander around, and everything looks awful. But if you're caught up on No Man's Sky, what else are you going to do? <laughs> uh, Play Starfield? <laughs> yeah. That's no, funny. it's definitely – it's not going to be one of those games you put 1,200 hours into, guys. It's not that. Wow. Well, but it is uh, – we've, we've already got one of those, <laughs> Because, man, yeah. At this point, they're piling up. I don't know if I'm going to be playing new games after a certain point, but it's it. Is, yeah, it is. It's fun to put on and then try it and then uninstall it almost immediately. It's good for that because it is going to get boring. Yeah, yeah. That's so why I keep saying I was looking at it. And I was like, I feel like it would run on a phone. I feel like they should have done it as a phone game, and they. Like call it something or actually they could probably just still call it Norman Sky and probably made money off of it just from having the little like cutesy thing of eight bit space travel. If you love No Man's Sky, you'd like this. And then you put four or five ads at the very beginning because that's <laughs> you, you know, it's a Google game. Yeah. But
0: well, it he's open source the uh, source code, so uh knock yourself out.
2: Hey god no, no.
0: You can you can you can learn, <laughs> you know, some Android programming.
2: I'm teaching myself network, like N plus network stuff so that I can mes- do my own networking at home. That is probably as far as I'm ever going to get because like, as much as I love computers, me and the hardware part are the only part that speak to each other very well. When it comes to the, the typing on the keyboard, it's best to stick to playing games for me.
0: <laughs> well, games are good. Jen, what have you yeah. been up to?
1: Well, I uh, a lot of Starfield. I've been playing a lot of Starfield. Um, not a lot, lot. I mean, I only have an hour here and an hour there to play, but um I've been doing side quests and stuff like that cuz I think I said I told you last week that I ended up um going to a battle that I couldn't handle at like level level 14 or something. Mm, yeah. Um so I, uh, I just joined the, the Freestar Rangers today to, I'm looking for work and XP. Um, so I started doing that, but, um, but I did go back to, uh, Gary. I went to visit my buddy and, um, and I've been building with Gary, just, to, just kind of zhuzhing up my little, my little shop. And I think I'm open for business. I think I'm ready.
0: Nice. Did you do like a soft opening or?
1: Um, well, it was kind of a soft open today. I was like, okay, I'm here. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'll keep working on it. I think I will add that gallery Aww. to the back of it because there are too many things, but I need like, I keep forgetting that I'm on my permadeath character. Um, (laughs) So I don't have things like cytophosphate and stuff to build Mm. some of the, some of the little plants that I want to build. And um, yeah, it's been, I just, I keep forgetting how short I am (laughs) as Gary too. (laughs) I really can't see over the counters.
0: (laughs) No, you get, and, I mean, I mean there's, there's some planets where you're running around and you're not, you can't see over the grass.
1: Seriously, I got to go in third person because I can't see anything.
2: It's true. You can't see anything. It's, <laughs> I honestly don't know how you do it with every character, Ray. I got <laughs> one. Yeah,
0: you get used to it. It kind of freaks me out when I start out a character and they're tall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, okay. Are you short in real life, Ray? Is that why it is? You're just like,
0: <laughs> well, not particularly, the, but you know, average, okay, uh, I'm so it's just not tall.
2: <laughs> I feel like, I feel like it's like you're always like short, like bagel boss. I always think of that guy, you know, the guy from the YouTube video was screaming at everybody in the bagel line. Oh, no. shit, I brought this guy up before and we did, we had this whole <laughs> conversation before. Never mind, let's forget this. <laughs>
1: Well, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying Gary's shop. And uh there just aren't enough hours in the day for all the games I wanna play.
0: Tell me about it.
2: That's a good rhyme. <laughs> well <laughs> you Quicksilver. That's what you need to start doing with that character now because that's how you're gonna start or at least doing it with other characters and unlocking things for your um base or for your store. And then yeah, you know, those posters, I think, look great as, like, art displays. And there's so many posters now. So-
1: oh, yeah. My walls are completely lined. I have to update them with the new Expedition posters for sure. I think I'm already wanting to renovate to make it a little bit bigger. But I have so many pieces. Like, I can't move anything. I've got, like, I don't know, like, 20 of each dinosaur or diplo color. On a shelf.
0: Yeah, you just need little annexes.
1: Yeah, I think I do. I think I really do. But, um, but I like. I ran out of carbon today because I was building carpets.
0: Oh yeah,
1: stacks Stacks and stacks and stacks of carpets. Yeah. So, you know, stacks and stacks and stacks of things. And then I have to go fly off and get more silver and then stacks and stacks and stacks of things. And then I got to go get more carbon. And it's, um, so it's just, I'm just trying to gather more, more materials to keep Gary going. But it's, I mean, the peril is there. And I think, I think my, my permadef experience in No Man's Sky And my, um, my survival mode in Fallout, I think I left my Fallout playthrough, um, the survival mode playthrough right before the last battle, like when I'm, I'm supposed to be like shooting everybody up. Mm. Um, and, uh, I did that a bunch of times and, and then I ran out of time and, and patience, but, um. I think all of those experiences have affected my Starfield play because, you know, I was, I was talking to, I was talking to my partner today and he's playing Starfield right now. Actually, I can hear him yelling at Barrett in the other room to get out of the way.
0: (laughs)
2: We can't do. We can't do. You let him know that.
1: (laughs) I will. But he, uh, I was, I was saying, so stolen art today, I went to rescue somebody who was being held hostage, and um, and I was on this ship. It was a Free Star Ranger ship, and I see this thing that says "stolen art." I'm like, "Oh, I'll pick it up and see if I can return it to somebody. Like maybe it'll kick off a quest. Maybe it'll whatever." And then I go back to you know, I take the, <laughs> I take my stuff, and I'm going back to um, Aquila City, and boom, I get, I get nailed for contraband. And I'm out of ship parts like crazy. Like I really need them badly. I'm out. And I've been looking everywhere and nobody seems to have them. And I found some, but they were stolen. Well, they took my stolen ship parts along with the, with the stolen art contraband and also my stolen med packs And the ammo that I had, I ended up in prison, and then, and then I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, oh, what's that?" And I go take a med pack out of the med kit on the wall in the in the jail, and boom, I'm in prison again. So. (laughs)
2: My God, you are the biggest criminal I've ever seen.
1: I'm terrible. I'm a no. I'm just a shitty criminal, is what I am. And then you know, and then you know, Aaron says to me, "Well, why don't you save Scrub?" I was like, "No, this is my life now." Oh my God, I think all of this, all of this permadeath stuff has affected the way I play. Because if I'm screwed, I'm screwed. Like there's one mission that I did where I wasn't supposed to kill anybody, and I, I didn't, but my Stupid companion did. And I got in trouble for it. And I was like, oh, I could do that all over again, but uh yeah. that's my life now. Yeah. This is how I go. Yeah. I'll just I'll try it again on another character.
0: Roll with the punches.
1: Yep, just roll with it. So um so yeah, it's it's really <laughs> it's affected
0: me. So as somebody who has a criminal character. Um actually several. <laughs> <clears throat> I can give your character some some pointers.
1: Oh, okay, yes.
0: So when you get stolen items? Yeah. Um, take them to the trade authority. Yeah. And any trade authority? Any trade authority and sell them those parts. Okay. okay. But don't exit the screen. When you're <laughs> after you've sold it to them, yeah, switch over to buy things back from them. and, and you, it makes them legit. It, they're yep they they launder your your stolen items. So <gasps> you you buy them back it's for crazy. the exact same thing that they paid you for them. So there's no service fee or nothing. it's just it's a free service that the trade authority offers to any and all. Um, they'll, they'll launder your, uh, your stolen items. So you, you sell them the item and then you buy it back for the same price. And now it's in your inventory. Clean as a whistle. Now that doesn't help you with contraband.
2: That's great.
0: But, oh. uh, with, with stolen items. So the next time you get busted with contraband, um, you won't lose all your goodies that you've, uh, you know, acquired through questionable means and uh, you'll be good to go. You'll just do your time, pay your fine. And, you know, and, you know, I, I recommend, um, that you always get arrested in neon, uh, because, uh, when you, after you've done your time in neon, um, they let you out right next to the contraband container. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have any sneak and, and theft skills at all, um, you know, you can go and if you don't have, if, if you don't have any stealth at all, all you need is one, one point in stealth, but um, you can, you can crouch down and you can steal back all the stuff that they took from you. Um, when, when they confiscated your, uh, your goods, if you do this, if you do it in neon. Can you do it
1: in any other place? I don't
0: know. Or just in neon. Neon's the only place I've, I've been arrested, um, because my character, uh, that, uh, that has that, those tendencies is, uh, from neon. Um, she, she, she lives there a hundred percent of the time. Um, but, uh. You know, not only is all your stuff in one chest, there's another chest that you can get into that uh, that has a, a variety of contraband items. Plus, there's one that's just laying on the floor right next to where oh they let gosh. you out. So you just dro- go get, drop into sneak. You're
1: going to go get arrested in neon right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you just then you just walk it over to uh, the trade authority and they'll buy it from you. What is this place called? The wow. Big Rock Candy Jail?
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like the worst jail I've ever heard of.
1: <laughs> the best jail you've ever heard of.
2: Yeah. Bars are made of rubber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's a, I I currently have what do I have? I have a 1 credit bounty in uh, neon. I have no idea what I did. You
1: stepped on someone's the back of someone's just, heel when you were walking. Steal
0: a piece of candy. That's it's awful. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a one credit uh, bounty.
1: Oh my gosh, you even, Ray! I can't brag about that. Hardened criminal.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that that that's my tip.
1: That's a very very good tip. It's a great tip, and I'm going to use that now. I'm so upset that I lost so many good things. Yeah, that's all right. It's okay. I have to. I'm a free star ranger now. I gotta, you know, oh, yeah. now you gotta be lawful, be on your best,
0: your best behavior. Relate, yeah.
2: Related to this, before we move on, um, what have, how does the shielded cargo work? Because I thought that you put stuff into as long as it didn't go over the weight, they wouldn't find it. Oh no or the mass? No, no, no. no. So if if you
0: have if you if you only have shielded cargo, um then you have a fifty percent chance of passing the scan. Oh Oh,
1: wow.
2: That's what I was gonna suggest is maybe she could use that, but yeah. Um
0: (sighs) and then uh you can also get um uh scramblers that, uh, so just the basic one will give you an extra 10%. And then the B class will give you um, uh, 20%. And then the best one, I think, will give you uh, 30% on top of your, uh, of to- on top of your 50. Uh, plus, if you have uh, points in the deception skill, uh, those will give you an additional, I think, 10, uh, 15, and 20%. Oh, so your sneak
2: actually has something to do with it?
0: Well, it's, it's not just, sneak. Uh, it's
2: deception. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Perception. Um, all the shit. Okay. Damn. All right. Because yeah. I was using shielded and didn't seem to do shit. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it doesn't. I, like, I mean, it's – yeah. I mean, basically, it's it's a 50% chance. Okay. Uh, but it's a Bethesda chance, so it's more like a ten percent chance that you'll get by <laughs> the chance will gl-
2: yeah the chance'll glitch through the wall yeah
0: so yeah so that's that's the thing on shielded cargo it's it's no all guarantee right.
2: all right well I thought it would work sorry Jen and be that's careful, okay guess, that i'm gonna
1: go i I'm gonna scrub my scrub my booty clean <laughs> my pirate booty
2: you got a shower on your ship
1: i gotta scrub my booty clean at the trade yeah. authority <laughs>
2: Miss,
1: wash please my please sins please. we away.
0: don't want you doing that here most, most ships have those those nice little rv showers in them you know in the uh, in the bathroom they do. That's
2: the thing is like I, I see some of the stuff on these ships that I take over. I'm like, I would live here. This is nice.
0: <laughs> this is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just like an RV bathroom. So the shower, the the bathroom is the shower. Um, It's just the way it should be. Yeah.
2: Your entire bathroom should be one big shower so that you don't even really need a toilet.
1: Ew.
0: Well, yeah, you do. You do want some directionality there. Uh, yeah. I don't know what you mean.
2: You know, all right, I have no no idea what you mean.
0: You know, <laughs> you've got a a clear water tank, I a believe, gray water tank, and a black water tank.
2: No, I believe the saying is, if you do it all in the shower, you can save half an hour. I think that's what the saying is. So just do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, you know, if if you've got an RV shower, maybe you can do that.
2: I I don't suggest anyone use the shower on my ship.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah's doing it too, so.
1: Is Sarah, it, oh Sarah! I was like, Sarah, what? Yeah <laughs>
2: Sarah. i got three companions on my ship Sarah, Jessica, um, and Parker. And they all right. do it the same thing. Yeah.
1: There are so many companions. What are they? Like 25, I think I read.
0: Yeah, oh my God. 28.
1: Yeah. And o- only four of them wow. are romanceable, though.
0: Yeah. And And I play with none. I do I'm have I do have one character that has uh, a couple of crew members, but so you know the other thing that I learned with my uh, um not so squeaky clean character, um, mm-hmm. she uh, and Bonnie, my uh, my female pirate character, uh, likes to uh, rob banks, and. You know, normally if you, uh, you know, if you, if you take over a Galbank uh, ship, you know, flying through a system, uh, you'll end up with a 650 credit bounty um, that you can clear at your own bounty board um, in your, in your outpost. If you have a companion or if you have a crew member. Um, for me it was Vasco, um, that 650-credit uh, uh, bounty becomes a 12,500-credit bounty.
1: Whoa. What? Why? Why?
0: Because he rat you out for all of those innocent uh, bystanders that you killed taking over the ship. Okay.
1: Vasco.
0: No. You know, Get you away. you killed the last witness and so that goes away in the eyes of the UC and the uh, and the Freestar Collective, unless your companion rats you out. Alright. No, I'm not cool
2: with that. If he's your robot, you should be able to at least program him to just look the other way. The basic, the most basic, simple thing a robot can do is turn its head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So We gotta okay?
1: remove his ethics subroutine. Isn't that what they did in Star Trek to remove yeah. the ethical subroutines, so they can be criminals?
2: We gotta turn him into a
0: a blender. That's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's your ship, a there.
1: toaster.
0: Yeah. So I sent him back to Constellation. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what you do. So they really, really, good. really well. But yeah, that was that was like what?
1: Stupid yeah. robot. robot. I'm still mad at world? Space McCready for shooting people mm. But I didn't Space want him McCready. to shoot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's how I think of him now.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's Space McCready. That's his name in my head. Simeon, whatever. Space oh my McCready. God,
2: can you? Can you imagine that being like that would have been a, such a fun name for them to just call someone Space McCready <laughs> like it was some over-the-top character who was like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, he
1: He doesn't seem to care like I can steal in front of him and he's like, whatever
0: yeah yeah there's a couple of pirates right. that you can have that uh, you know that are also uh, you know nonplussed by uh bad behavior.
1: I do stuff, and he's like, okay, what's next, boss? I'm
2: like, <laughs> I pick up stuff. Don't something. call me that. <laughs> it's boss. You don't like being called boss?
1: Well, he makes me, I feel like a criminal, like some kind of organized criminal when he calls me boss. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable.
0: It sounds kind of Face like comedy. you are, though.
1: <laughs> no, I am just a petty thief, and I'm a poor one at that.
0: All right.
1: I suck at it.
0: Well, at least now you can <laughs> now you can clean all that stuff. So
1: Yep. To scrub my space booty clean.
0: As we all would love for you to do. <laughs> Just
2: caked with space dust. We hate it.
1: <laughs> Ew. Yeah.
0: Well, we almost thought we were gonna have a short episode this time, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It's been two weeks, it doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, we just go with the flow. But with that, I think we will catch you all next time. See you in space.
1: I'm gonna say something smart and try to mess Jen up.
2: (laughs) See that's where you screwed up because I've never said anything smart.
1: (laughs) See you in space, everyone, but not you, Baker.
0: Thank you for listening to this edition of The Butcher, Baker, and Candlemaker in Space. Find more information about the show on Twitter at BBCISS or ASAPodcasting.com. The Butcher, the fan.